Let's get me some post-shade. But it's still here with them. As you move up the levels, have respect, but no fear of them. There's levels in this game. Many levels in this game. Levels in this Devil a tag team, we keep a black and blue theme. But got me Shawn Michaels too with my Janetti. Too many secrets like Hetty, but keeps me in the mix like spaghetti. Speed through life, Mario and Dreddy. Fast but steady, I walk the danger zone. Folks want to dead me, I knew on. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a special Friday show of I See Things a Little Differently. This is an official episode. It's not like a, a prediction show or anything like that where we kind of just throw that out there for free for you guys so that way you can. Give, give, give you more content, you know. Um, this is regarding to how things have now broken down and we're officially in an, essentially an all-out war uh, as the actors have now joined the strike. And here's how crazy this is. Not getting to the meat and potatoes of it. I did make mention, that, mention of it. And here's the thing. Let me tell you guys something. So, give me a little background on the show. As I said before, I don't listen to... A ton of podcasts. I listen to one, maybe two, um, and even then, I do my. I definitely do not listen to any podcast before I do my show. I'm saying that because of this. I don't want to, even though I could take something from the shows and say, "Oh yeah, I didn't think of it from that perspective." I want it to be from my perspective, and then later on, if I hear someone have a different perspective, I'm kind of like, "Wow, that's actually pretty cool." They thought of that that way. I didn't. I wouldn't have thought that way. You know. But for the most part, I want it to be all me. And I say that because... And by the way, no one's saying I'm copying or anything. But what I'm saying, though, is when I don't talk about certain things, I I tend to gauge what the audience wants and what they don't want, I think, pretty well. Like, I check... I don't check them every week, but I check them every two weeks. I check statistics. I check comments, like, every two weeks. And uh, and sometimes I'm... And sometimes you guys say I message back fast. And sometimes it's because I'm, I'm the phone's in my hand. Which is very rare for the phone just to be in my hand. And I could just message you guys right back. So the phone's in my hand. I have a rule for myself. Because if I don't message back right then, it's going to be a week before you get a fucking message back. But, like, it's one of those things where, like, I do check stuff like that to see some of the questions. Like, oh, why didn't you bring this up? And sometimes I don't bring stuff up because I feel like it's already, like, beaten to the ground. And it's like, ugh, uh, uh, you know, I and. I just don't want to talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, for me, I'm just like, nah, I'm good. I just don't want to talk about that. This is whack to me, you know? I mean, at other times, I genuinely, as I'm writing my notes down, I take so many um, versions of my notes. As I'm writing my notes down, like, legitimately, I just forget to put some stuff in. And then by the time the show's over, I'm like, ugh. And then it's a week later, and then it's like, yeah, I don't really feel like doing that now because then I'm like, yeah, I don't, uh, I, don't I just, it's old now, and and that's why a lot of times now what I do before I even hit air, before I even hit the record button, I literally now will go over my notes and go through my phone to see if I had to screenshot anything, if I wrote down anything, and that helps me a lot more. Um, and as I've been a lot of you guys asking about the string, uh, the Screen Actor Guild, uh, the writer strike, because I'm a writer, and all this other type of stuff. And some of you guys said, "Well, are you, are you avoiding it?" Blah blah blah. Honestly, I haven't avoided it, but there's, there was no news to really say that there are things that 
you guys couldn't find out on your own, if that makes sense. And I know you guys might want to hear my perspective, but I didn't have a perspective. And that's why I, some of you guys noticed it. Some of you guys have not listened to both parts of uh, Wednesday's show yet. Um, I don't remember which part it was. I believe it was uh, part two of the Wednesday show where it's about dead reckoning and the dead pull stuff where I do slightly mention, Hey, we have until Wednesday at midnight to come up with a solution here for people, you know? And, um, and to me that was, I, I brought that up for a reason because I was definitely watching it. I've been watching it. Um, and I, I work in the industry. So, um, if, I, I'm careful about the, the job I say I have because I don't want people like, Essentially, I don't want stalkers. <laughs> so yeah, I do work in the industry. So uh, it's one of those things where I've been keeping a really close, a real close eye on it. And it came to a head. There was no agreement happening. There was no agreement that happened. And now the, the actors are on strike as well. And think about how crazy this is. You had the cast of Oppenheimer. That there's a, it's, it's a three-hour movie that's been we've been told that it's, it's a phenomenal film. Apparently, it's a 15-minute sex scene in there. When I saw that fucking note, I said, "Why didn't they just make porn?" And just put Oppenheimer uh, or uh, Gropenheimer or something like that, right? Anyways, this is a big film. It's the reason why Tom Cruise was so mad that um, his his Mission Impossible film is being knocked out of IMAX theaters. Because as we all know, or well, as most of us know, Christopher Nolan is the spokesperson for fucking IMAX. He only shoots his films in IMAX uh, cameras. That's why he, that's why he gets, gets away with breaking so many of them. Not saying he does it on purpose, but he breaks so many of them. So like all of his films are usually guaranteed to get those um, those those slots. Um, but apparently, it's 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 a really good film. I I know the story. I actually, fun fact about myself: when I was in college, I actually I had to write I actually had to write a paper about Oppenheimer. Um, and I had to actually go through, it wasn't even out of a textbook. I had to do my own research and that had to be a 20 page paper. I'd be on it. Um, so uh, obviously it's a movie, so it's loosely based off some shit. Um, I'm interested to see it. You know, I, I might go to the theaters just to support it, you know, but anyways, the cast of Oppenheimer is at a, uh, I think a premiere in London or France, somewhere overseas for you guys who don't know. This is this show's produced in the U.S. Um, and legitimately, they once they found out that the there was no agreement that was made between the writers and the, uh, and, and and SAG. Legitimately, they left the, the screening. I think after the screening or in the middle of the screening. I think it was after the screen. Excuse me. I think it was after the screening. They left, and um, now the actors are part of the strike. The, the thing we saw last week, where it was nice and internet breaking and Deadpool and Wolverine were leaking shit. Well, guess what? <laughs> They're now, that production is shut down now. Um, I believe House of Dragon and a couple other productions that are overseas productions, not U.S. productions, are still in production because they go off of a different scale than U.S. does. So they're still in production. Um... But the U.S. stuff is shut down now officially. Like they, they, and his thing also is crazy was, Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds in particular, and his people were trying their best to at least finish the film. That's why they were still filming. Um, I think I said this the other day. But I'll say it again. I definitely said it during part two. Um, what what happened was they told Ryan Reynolds no improvising. 
Because if you improvise, we then got to change the script for certain people who aren't good at improvising. We don't want to change the script now or put ourselves in a position where we just shut down production because of the writer's strike. We have a script we like, you like, let's just stick with that. Ryan Reynolds surprisingly agreed. And so that's why they were able to still start filming. Sip of water there, sorry. But that's all done now. Uh, so everything's going to be shut down. Um, and it's funny because someone who I work with closely, um, they did some work in New York last month. And they were saying how it was a fucking madhouse. And how the, the how like, uh, even though the person that they were working for was still filming during the Strider Strike, he was only still filming at the time because he already had a script he loved. He wasn't changing it. And I know some people were mad about that. And so, but he was like, hey, I already have a script. Like, you know, I want to support you guys. I support you guys. But, like, I'm, I want to get this project, you know, done as well. And now I don't know. Um, if I see that person again, I'm going to actually ask, like, are, 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 are they still filming? I doubt it, though. Um, if, if people like Matt Damon and Robert Downey Jr. and Florence Pugh, all these big names, are walking off the Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer, uh, 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 Showcase. I was say show. It's not a word. Premiere. Uh, yeah, I, I'm assuming so, so this. And his thing also is crazy. And just to give some background, essentially, SAG uh, Screen Actors Guild. It's uh, It's essentially like the 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 union, right? And there's certain things that the studios want that SAG after does not want to have. Like the union wants to be able to utilize AI to essentially create. Um, a script and then have the humans edit it and I actually have uh, alone in the dark watch said he was uh, testing some some beta AI out and he said like none of it was accurate at all he said so it's, it's the AI is good at creating fiction <laughs> but it's like you you it would still need an editor etc cetera, etc cetera. well writers have come out and said that essentially everything is gig work now and streaming services has fucked everything up, not just with the music industry, but also with this. Like, apparently one writer said that they went from getting a $12,000 residual check, which essentially is a good check, you know, like, like once every three months or whatever, to now getting a $4 residual check, which is rough when you work on something and now you're not really seeing any royalties. It's kind of like the streaming services where legitimately, um, not, uh, the, the music streaming services where you legitimately might get a half a penny on a uh, stream. So you, you have a ton of streams, but it's like, whatever. And I, I was thinking about this. I watched a video on YouTube. Don't remember the person's name, so I completely f- f- apologize for um, not being able to give this person credit. But they were saying how the biggest personality on TikTok is it's a black guy. You've seen his memes before where he, like, he's a black guy, takes his glasses off, he looks serious. Apparently, he has like over 500 million TikTokers or whatever, like that's his followers, apparently like he only has seen the most he has seen from that site is like i say only but it's like for all the 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 content he's brung to that particular app the most he's made yearly is five hundred thousand, which is that's that's not a lot if you have that many tiktokers as followers and also if you think about youtube is also putting down a crunch as well you know uh, they put out a crunch as well because they're like wait a second you know like Maybe maybe our share is too much. That's why things like super chats are created and stuff like that. But even this super chats, if I'm not mistaken, they take like forty to forty five percent of your super chat of your of your super chats. So it's one of those situations where like 
it's or it might be the other way. It might take fifty five percent, and the creator gets forty five percent. So YouTube is taking a lot of money. These apps are taking a lot of money, and so essentially they're getting all this free content every day, even to the people who only have three views. That's still free content that someone's gonna find eventually and find it, and someone will find it entertaining. You know what I'm saying? Um, so essentially. The days of where friends were making a million dollars an episode or Seinfeld making a million dollars an episode and those actors are getting those residual checks like that, not even the actors aren't seeing the, 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 the money like that anymore because of streaming and because streaming services are notorious for not giving out their numbers. There's a reason why they don't give, give out their numbers. I know a lot of people have asked me this. They don't give out their numbers because you give out the numbers and numbers are shitty. That means their stockholders are going to be like, well, wait a second. What exactly are we investing in? Netflix has, I don't care what anyone says, I will say this about Netflix, I will defend them on this, or if I'm defending them, I'll just, I'll just say they're consistent, I guess it's defending them, I don't know. That's a water. Netflix has always been consistent in not giving numbers. This whole number one on Netflix thing is brand new to them, but they've always been knocked for not giving numbers, they just don't do it, it's not, it's not their thing. And if you think about it, it makes sense. Now, what I find interesting is when these streaming services and CEOs, they will then drop the numbers themselves to make a point. Like Bob Iger, who's now making, I think, $73 million a year or 20, excuse me, $23 million a year, by the way. I said $73 There's a number there. But anyways, he's, he's making $23 million a year. He publicly just came out this week and said the reason why Marvel, uh, or excuse me, Disney Plus is failing is because Marvel content has caused fans to lose focus. So he put the blame squarely on Marvel, which is amazing because I carried them for so long. But this is one of the same people now who's dropping different things. Oh, Secret Secret Invasion is the least watched Disney Plus show. These, these things only come out when the CEOs wanted to come out. That's where this becomes a shady game. And uh, there was a rumor a couple days ago uh, how they weren't worried about the actors going on strike because they said, no, we're just going to starve the writers out until they come back. And now the actors are on strike with them. Now, here's, here's the thing now. Some of the shows that are produced and like being edited and stuff, they can still put those up. You know, like, those shows are probably done if they already have a date and everything. Maybe. You know, because I think I was on Apple TV today. And... I did see that the morning show is returning on September 13th. So that show may already be done and in the can and just ready for uploads on a weekly basis. Um, so that, that show may be good to go. But for the most part, depending on how long this goes, and some people are projecting this thing to go until like December, that will affect all of your content that you watch. Just be, just be aware of this. And oh, for you folks that are going to San Diego Comic-Con this year, expect to only be dealing with comic books this year because there's nothing you can promote if everybody's on strike <laughs> so i'm interested to see how this turns out this is a huge thing for my career obviously um but it's also a huge thing i think for entertainment business and things will and things will be affected like last time they had a, a simple writer's strike let me say something one of my favorite shows of all time is 24 they had a classic fifth this fifth season is the best season that that show ever produced classic season so you're waiting for the follow-up because the follow-up is uh, just spoiler alert here and you guys know i never do that but i'm gonna do that here so in the first season jack Barr essentially gets the president arrested and then he's uh going to he, he think he's having a happy ending 
all of a sudden he gets kidnapped and by a Chinese. So you're like, holy shit, and, and now you're def- I'm not giving you more context than that. But since was like, holy shit. So when the riot strike happened, I remember vividly, I used to, his, 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 here's how old school I am. <laughs> I'm not even that old school. I used to record um, this radio show in the morning. Tape recorded. As I enjoyed the personalities on it. I don't remember the name of the show. But um, I, I used to record it. And I remember they named off a list of the TV shows that was affected by the writer's strike. And 24 was one of them. I was like, damn it. And when season six came out of 24, holy shit was that a congested mess. It was awful. It was terrible. Holy crap on a cracker, Batman. That shit was awful. And so it affected everything. It took season seven and it got back to what it was. Um, but it will affect your favorite shows if it goes that long. Just don't just be prepared for that. Um, I don't know how it, it, you may see more and more different personalities showing up at Comic Cons to do autographs and stuff. So that might be cool for that part of it. But if you are an avid TV watcher, streaming service watcher, like like every day, like, I'm not. Like I, I I can't. I constantly just look at YouTube stuff because for me, example, The Witcher, right, is apparently doing horrible for Netflix. But why would it be doing good? Everyone knows Henry Cavell is fucking leaving. And we know that, I think, Liam Hensworth is taking over. But no one, and let's be real here, like, from what Henry Cavill has said was, this was already in the works before the Superman thing. Um, The Superman thing just made it more escalated than what it was because he said he wanted to play the character as long as they stay true to the source material they said they were going to deviate from it starting season four, and he was already out. Supposedly, that's what he said. He seems like a nice guy, so he could be lying. I'll say there's some truth in that and some some fiction in that. So let's just leave it there, okay? Well, here's my thing about that. So it's not going to do good because people watch it for Henry Cavell. People really like this guy. They want him to win. And now you have Liam Hensworth coming in. I don't. I think he was in Hunger Games. I think he's been in a number of other things too, as well. I don't think he's a bad actor, but they're not what they. That's not what they signed up for. So why would the show be doing good? Once again, that doesn't get leaked unless the CEOs want it to leak and hurt people, you know. But these are the same people making a consistent salary every year. If actors are not seeing no residuals unless they had to put it into their contracts, which, you know, that's that's one thing. If they don't do, they do whatever. Then, and how often are people going to want to work with them? And they'll tell with that, they're now saying how if you're a background actor, which is straight gig work, which you have no lines in, you're sitting around, you are literally just sitting there, just do, 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 do. Okay, I'll stand here. Yay. They're now saying how they want. This is disgusting right here. This is where I'm like, bro, this is Playboy. This is a real thing right now. They're saying how they want background actors, people who make. Nothing. As like I said, they're just trying to find their way in the industry, learn the industry. They want to digitally, uh, they want to get them, get them down digitally and pay them for a one-time fee and then use their likeness for the rest of their lives and for eternity. Wow. And I love how they say that, I love how when when 2020 hit and everyone was all, all these people was all mad. Well, the, the music, I mean, excuse me, the, 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 well, I said about the music industry too, but the movie industry is done uh, when uh, Christopher Nolan was stubborn enough to still drop Tenet. 
in a movie theater. Dude, there was no... You only have two people in a fucking theater. That was your stubbornness as creators to put to force that in there. That 2020 was never going to be a thing. Even in 2021, with the limitations you had, movies were never going to die. It was just that there was no point in going to the movie theater if you had to put a mask on and then you have 18-year-olds with a flashlight in your fucking face saying, hey, if you're not eating, you got to put your mask back on. It's not a fun experience. It's not the movie experience. You can't tell me these movie theaters are done when these people are still making billion-dollar franchises. Fast and Furious, I think, didn't the, the late, latest one just say a billion dollars? Come on now, man. Give me a fucking break. Lies franchises are still hitting good numbers. It's just one of those things where some people don't like the content. And some people are just being vocal about it. Think about this. Everyone is a real critic now. Gone, gone are days of Cisco Niebuhr where you just had two people giving their thumbs up or thumbs down, whatever the fuck. Now you genuinely, you genuinely have multiple people, multiple, a lot of people online who are critics. And they, and they have their takes, and that's fine. You can have your takes. I have my takes. You know, but they, they're the ones that kind of say whatever. I, I, and some people listen. But that, but not everybody does. Some people just want to go to a movie theater just to go to a movie. Like me personally, I, I don't think I need the movie experience. I enjoy the movie experience. I, I Like when I went to see Mission Impossible, I just enjoy the experience. It's just, it's just to get out the house, you know? So, that's just me, you know? Um, but some of, the, some of the practices that they want to impose, these movie studios, is quite fucking disgusting. When I saw that they want to take a background actor for one day worth of work, which is probably going to be at most 300 maybe $400, depending on how long they keep the actor there, right? The background actor. And pay them for that one time and they expect to have their likeness for the rest of eternity is ridiculous, bro. It's lazy and it's bullshit. And even with them still making more profits, if that if people agree to that, which some people would, they would still cut your job. So you're not so you think that four hundred dollars and you know what? To each his own. You might need that four hundred dollars that day. You might need to pay your rent. I'm not gonna knock you, homie, if you're doing that. But it's not going to do you any good because now, now they can't use you no more. Because they already have you. This is literally going to be a fight tooth and nail. And it's not... You see, it's hard. It's, it, I, I had someone... I was talking to somebody I used to work with in Colorado. And I, 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 I had to stop them in the middle of their rant. I, I don't like stopping people in the middle of their rants. Rants are very important. <laughs> Let's be real. I said, I think I'm the wrong one to talk to about this because I can't relate. This person was complaining to me about being offered more money, but they had to move to Omaha. So, yeah, maybe I've never been to Omaha, Nebraska. So, I don't, I don't know, know what's, what's there, you know. I, I have no clue what's in Omaha, Nebraska. I truly don't. I know they have a, a football team. I know it's college college sports town. Um, outside of that, I don't fucking know. And so, they were offered, like, they're making, like, let's, let's just say, let's just throw a number out there. They're making forty grand right now, right? Just throw a number out there. They were offered thirty thousand more dollars to add on to whatever, and that, trust me, I used to work side by side with this person. They're not making forty grand a year, so let's just say they're making fifty grand. So being offered eighty grand a year to move, I said we can't. We're just we're not in the same boat here. 
the co- that company we both worked for was shitty to me, like really shitty to the point where I had to actually go to HR on a racist manager of mine. So I'm like, I can't relate to you at all being offered $30,000 more to, to move to Omaha. You know, I don't know their cost of living. Maybe the cost of living balances it out. So maybe it costs 8000 for one person to live, but I doubt that, you know, because that person's single, t- they're single too. Anyways, like I, I, I said, I'm the wrong person I've been to here. I, I said, if you just want me to listen, that's cool. But if you want feedback, I don't have any feedback because I can't relate to that with this company, you know. Um, the CEOs are like that right now. Oh, well, you know, you know, we need content. Yeah, I understand you got $4 residual, but like, you know, I can't relate to that. I got a consistent salary. That's what everyone's looking for is consistent salary. One of the writers, uh, I, I don't know his name, so I'm not trying to be rude, but he was one of the black writers on The Whale, um, the one that won uh, Brendan Fraser an Oscar. He said he was at the Oscars and he had $4 in his account. The writers have said that they are just essentially doing gig work now, because now and things have changed. The model of the twenty-four episode seasons are, for the most part, dead. Not every, I mean, not everything, but for the most part, people don't have a tolerance for filler shows, filler episodes anymore. Now, I do think a big part of that is because all the cancellations, bro, all cancellations, Playboy, like legitimately. Everything's canceled every which way. Like I was watching the Lincoln Lawyer on season, uh, on Netflix season one. I remember I got to the end of it. Fuck, I shouldn't have invested in this because I don't know if it's season two. The season two just dropped. I think season two part one just dropped. But like I was like super surprised because I hadn't heard anything about it, you know. So I was like, okay, that's that's dope that that's actually being filmed, you know. But like a lot of times you have to be careful what you invest in. That's why people are investing in just fucking reality shows. Because those aren't going to get canceled. And you know who this is going to be good for? This could be good for AEW and WWE if you actually want to tie things in. Because these actors are going to be looking for shit to do. They're, they'll pay top dollar, both companies, uh, to get them in just to have them be there as a cosign, as a rub. I, I, so for me, I'm completely in, in, in the, 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 the corner of the talent here. I, I can't imagine someone who's making twenty three million dollars can actually relate, you know. And the fact that he's blamed Marvel. Now, in fairness, he before he left, Bob Iger had he was he was CEO and he left and came back. He was the one that wanted more Marvel product, more Marvel content. Literally, he said that. He's on the record for saying that too. Now, I have I don't know if I said this on the show, so I'm gonna be I don't I don't know if I, I don't know if, I'm be, if I said this on the show, so I want to be. Up front here, but I've been saying this for a long, and I will get if I, I need to get Jonathan Nestor on him. We both have busy schedules. I will find a way to get him on. I have said once I saw that fucking lineup, one of the first things I said was, one, who the fuck wants an Agatha Harkness show, and two, why the fuck are we getting an Echo show? Who the fuck cares about her? Like to have her own show? Echo's a dope character, but to have her own show, literally, and here's how here's how here's how crazy this is. Apparently, the Echo show is filmed and this is according to someone who worked on the show so take it for a grain of salt but apparently they tested some of it and apparently they don't like it it's so bad they're actually just gonna dump it on the disney plus for as a one day that's saying a lot because the she hulk show last year got a lot of hate which i still don't quite get but we didn't need an echo show we don't need an agatha harkness show they could just put these characters in different places like to me I do think it's a product of Disney just saying, hey, we want more Marvel. So he said, let's just give these other characters shows to set up other shows. 
But if it's true that Daredevil is going to be, which I think Kevin Feige confirmed last year, that Daredevil, um, Born Again, is going to be 18 episodes. Bro, that's fucking 18 weeks. Because they're not dropping. They're not doing that in a whole you know, dump. They're literally dropping that week by week, which I'm not going to. Spoiler alert on that, motherfuckers. I am not reviewing that week by week. That will be done in bunches. Um, but instead of doing it to set it up, they could have just involved her in the, like they did with the Hawkeye shit. You could have just involved her in that, that way. She's just not enough general interest for Echo. There's one thing if that character would have broken the screen, right? But that wasn't really a showcase for her. That was a showcase for Haley Steinfeld being Hawkeye. That was it. It was never meant to put her over for her own fucking show. And then on top of that, what's really frustrating about streaming services, and I think we can all, even if we don't agree on anything else, we can all agree on this. When they just pull shit off, it's like, why the fuck am I paying for this if it's not on here permanently? Like, let's say if you're a Hunger Games fan, right? If you're watching Hunger Games, and this, this is a true story. Someone bitched me about this uh, like last month. Someone was watching Hunger Games on Amazon Prime. Literally... They're in the middle of their whatever. They, had, they went to work and was living life. They go back to sit down when they had time to watch it. All of a sudden, it says rent or buy. So then, the person hit me up and said, Hey, man, I don't have um, Peacock. Can you see if The Hunger Games is on Peacock? I said, Yeah, sure. So I checked. It was on Peacock. I said, The first one's on Peacock. I, 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 I didn't look to see if the other ones were on there. He's like, What the fuck is this? He's like, it just, just, it just, the rights keeps getting traded. So you have to essentially own every streaming service. He was like, I'm not paying for no more streaming services. And I agree with him there. I think I have five streaming services. I ain't paying for no more. I have Peacock, and that's strictly for WWE, just being real. I, that, that's still, Now, I will say this. Even if WWE wasn't on there, I would still have it because I love Everybody Loves Raymond. So I, for, for me, Peacock is worth it because of Everybody Loves Raymond, Chicago PD. I would watch it for that, you know. But I have Peacock. I have Amazon Prime. I have Netflix. Here's how much I don't watch. The, this is sad because I know for a fact I pay for this shit, and that's how that's how sad this is. I I don't watch it as, as, as much as I should. What else? I have Apple Plus. Now, first Apple Plus, that's seven fucking dollars. It's not. That's not that serious. And I have one more. I can't remember. That's that's set. Matter of fact, let's just fucking look it up. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Then my Hulu. But Hulu comes with Disney, that's in, so that's whatever. But either way, I'm not paying for any more streaming services. I'm just not. Um, and so it's one of those things where essentially it's the only way to have everything. It's a pay for everything. It's no, it's no different from cable at that point. So, anyways, um, yes, that's what's essentially been going on. A lot of it's just disgusting, dude. A lot of it's fucking disgusting. Whether it's the take background actors who are literally just doing gig work. And pay them one time and use their likeness for the rest of their lives. And some people won't know their, and some people won't know their worth and, and won't know what they're signing away. And some people might think that hey, this is just a, a stepping stone for me, and then they never make it, and then they see, see their likeness in movies, and they're not getting shit from it. So be aware of what you guys are doing when you're out there, people. Please be careful. Please do not screw yourselves. But um, that's what's going on. It's it's getting and now it's ugly. It, it was ugly before, but now it's fucking ugly. So, um, you guys be safe out there. That's my take on it. Um, I won't review this again. It's just too depressing of a topic. Um, because AI is not, it's not just AI. It's people with money 
affecting every industry. Let's just be real. It's every industry. People are just looking at the bottom of the barrel saying, let's find a way to get rid of this. You can never get rid of the bottom of the barrel, my friend. You can never get rid of the middle. You need both. You just need, be, you just need to find a better way of um, budgeting things out. So that's it, people. I see things a little differently. Special Friday show. Hope you guys have a great weekend. I am the Slow Chemical, and we are out.